They gon' need a village, cause they messin' with the realest. Woo! I can let them blur the vision. Started from the bottom, but I promise I'm a breakthrough. I ain't plan on missing. This is how I'm living every day. I'm trying to make moves. Focus Welcome back the to the climb. We got a ain't special no episode today. To Obviously, you can see we're suited and booted, ready to go. We're out here in Vancouver, Canada, uh, celebrating the end of year uh, kickoff and awards gala. Um, and we thought, you know, we'd go ahead and film this episode now while we have this individual in person with us, man. So really excited. We got an action-packed episode for you today. So I'll throw it over to you, Aaron, to kind of yeah. tell our audience a little bit about who yeah, we're talking I'll, to. So yeah, our guest today started their climb, um, you know, in a, a small little tourist town of Silver Lake, Michigan, uh, known for the sand dunes, I believe, actually. Mm. Uh, some dirt biking, some stuff to do out there. About 2,000 people, not a big town at all, right? So a diamond in the rough to coming out of there. Uh, actually went to college, believe it or not, uh, before getting in the junk game and started studying neuroscience, Ooh. which is pretty cool. That sounds right? hard. Um, you know, he, he, his celebrity crush, I got this, this is like good information, right? His celebrity cr crush, believe it or not, Jennifer Aniston, okay? And uh, he's old and impressive. I don't know if it's too impressive, but uh, according to Nick Bennett, he's zero for about 200 in one-on-one -on -one basketball games. It's got to be a record. It's got to be a record, no <laughs> doubt. And, uh, you know, before there was Dreamlawn, uh, our guest today, man, started his entrepreneurship journey by mowing lawns for mm. money when he was a teenager, uh, which is pretty cool, man. But this guy, uh, definitely a driving force, somebody who has definitely, man, been on the climb for a few years. And let's talk about what he's done in the system. So. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, our guest today started... Uh, in Grand Rapids, Michigan, uh, as a truck team member, right? Moved into wingman, crew lead, senior crew lead, um, and then eventually into operations. Um, after that, you know, I had the opportunity uh, to go out to Atlanta Northeast uh, for about four months. And, you know, the story goes is that he was actually supposed to be the DOO of, of Boston South, yeah. right? And the day before uh, he made his journey out to that location, uh, the former GM stepped down, so he slid right into that GM role uh, in Boston South, man. All he's done since then is just win. Uh, he's a graduate of the South, Southwind Entrepreneurship Program. Um, he sent Brendan Kalos uh, to be the DOO in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, led Boston South to the 2023 Southwind Business of the Year. Nick Cheney, his Director of Operations, was named the top operator in all of Southwind. Uh, and as of a week ago, he just became the general manager of Boston North Central, which allowed Nick Cheney to rise up and become the general manager of Boston South. So without further ado, man, let's welcome our guest to the show, Mr. Tommy Hinion. Thank you guys for having me. Welcome to the show, Tommy. So, man, Bryce, all those accolades, man, a lot of hardware. You're definitely going to be over the 50-pound uh, limit on the way back, I think. Mm -hmm. right, so might have to buy you a new suitcase. But nonetheless, um, and Tommy, I'm going to throw it to you. You know, we know you're from Silver Lake. We know where it kind of started, but tell us about your upbringing, man. Tell us, you know, what it was like, where you came from, and uh, the early days of Tommy Hendon. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was pretty basic. It was, uh, I lived behind my grandparents for, uh, in New Era, Michigan, um, for about up until I was in fifth grade. 
Uh, it was a really great setup. I think every young young boy's dream. Um, they had it was their house, and then my grandma's uh, barn where she had some some horses in there and a big old stable. Um, and then we lived right behind there, a bunch of property, a ton of acreage in the back that wasn't necessarily our land, but we could you know go on there and, and play around whenever we wanted to. And then um, my mom got remarried when I was in fifth grade, um, and we moved out to Silver Lake, uh, about probably twenty minutes away or so. Um, they say in Michigan, you're never more than about 10 minutes away from a lake. Uh, so moved out there and, um, that's where I stayed for, for the rest until I graduated high school. Um, was big into sports as a, as a kid, hanging out with my friends, running around, uh, you know, shooting some paintball, um, building forts, all that type of stuff. Um, and yeah, pretty, pretty basic, honestly. Very cool. Yes, sir. How, how have your, you know, experiences, your background, your upbringing, um, you know, how has that kind of shaped your perspective on life and also on business? Yeah, I think uh, I am super blessed with just the people that I've, I've always had around me um, now and back then. Um, my grandparents were, were great influences on me. My mother, she's, she's a fantastic woman. Um, she definitely gives me the belief in, in myself. Um, you know, she believes in me probably almost a little bit too much, you know, I, I can do no wrong in her eyes, but, um, you know, my, my stepfather as well, he was a great, great influence on me. Um, just, you know, showing me the, the right ways to, to go about, um, you know, being a man. And then, you know, even again, it was a smaller community. I think that offered us a really great opportunity to just, um, you know, there was a lot of help, if that makes sense. Yeah. So like, um, my peewee coaches, um, you know, all the way up through high school, it's not like it was, um, you know, just separate from, you know, any life I was living, like they, everybody was involved, uh, the community got together to, you know, take us to travel games, you know, we're driving, you know, an hour and a half to, to Grand Rapids to do tournaments and things like that, or carpooling and um, that sort of thing. So it really allowed me to just realize the importance of, of you know, people. And that's really what, what life is, is just the people you have around you. And I've been blessed to, to have some great ones, including yourselves. Yeah, man. And, you know, also, you know, you talk a lot about sports and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, your stepdad was an athletic director. Is that right? Yep. Yep. And, and how did that kind of like growing up, man, what was that like? You know, like having someone in your household that, you know, did that, is that what kind of got you into sports or? Um, so he, he didn't get that position until I was in high school, I believe if I, my memory serves me, but, um, he's still, uh, he was an athlete himself. He played semi-pro football. Um, he, he grew up in Chicago and, um, so he was definitely an influence for sure. Just, you know, he would open up the gym for me when I was in middle school. Um, you know, I'd go in there at, you know, five thirty or so right in with him. And, um, then I could walk over to the middle school after, you know, shoot by myself for about yeah. an hour. Um, which that definitely, you know, shaped some stuff now that I think back on it. Um, you know, he just was always available to, uh, if I wanted to do something that was, was constructive, you know, he definitely, um, you know, made that easy, you know, for me That's to amazing, do so. Man. Cool. You know, Tommy, you said surround yourself with great people. And I know you got some really, really cool ones that you work with nowadays, right? You coach moral, uh, man, some hall of fame caliber people. Yes, sir. Uh, but even in the earlier days, like you and Nick Bennett are very good friends and Nick Bennett, another uh, stand out in the system and uh, you know so the legend has it that I think it was Nick's first week uh, working in Grand Rapids Michigan at 1-800-GET-JUNK uh, I think he came home one day and, and you were kind of chilling on the couch in the boxers just watching some TV and started talking about how cool the opportunity was all right and uh, I don't know if that was like the nudge or something but I think 
and, and tell me if this is true. You were going to a interview for maybe a dishwasher job at P.F. Chang's. Yep. And then you kind of diverted and decided to go uh, maybe where Nick recommended uh, and get into the junk game. So tell me about that experience and, uh, you know, maybe looking back on it, could you imagine yourself washing dishes at P.F. Chang's right now? I'm certainly glad that I, I didn't do that for sure. Um, but no, that story is, is 100% true. I was That was same day. Um, I was on my way. Uh, he had come home. And uh, I was I was just about to, to get ready to leave. I was definitely in my boxer sitting on the couch, <laughs> uh, but went to go get ready, uh, left to, to go get that interview. And uh, he gave me a call. Um, we had spoke about maybe getting an interview there before. And then Matt had some, uh, Matt McKinney, um, owe him a lot as well. Um, he had some openings for, for an interview that day. So I just turned around and um, yeah, didn't, didn't go to PF Chang's, went, went to 1-800-GOT-JUNK out on the Beltline, uh, Grand Rapids, and the rest is history. Yeah. So neuroscience, huh? So yes, sir. how do you go from neuroscience, you know, to, to junk, man? Like, like when you think about growing up as a kid, what did, what did Tommy Henyon want to be when he was older? Yeah. Um, it was all sports for, for a long time. Um, I had some head injuries, uh, that kept me from that, um, that, uh, yeah, it, I mean, it definitely was a, a big point in my life just dealing with those just back-to-back -back sort of concussions and, and traumatic brain injury that it was like kind of right before, um, I don't want to say concussions got, you know, popular, but the the attention that, that's on them now, you know, definitely wasn't right there. Um, and so the, the neuroscience just kind of came from me getting that taken away, um, you know, almost just getting really interested in trying to, you know, I was going to like four different uh, rehabilitations, uh, you know, a week, like driving to, to Grand Rapids where I ended up, uh, working in junk and, um, almost, I don't want to say out of necessity, but like, I just became super interested in, uh, the brain, like my, my personality, like, I hate to say it, like it, it changed, uh, like quite a bit. And I just wasn't the same person, like after those that I, that I was, uh, before, like, you know, I was always pretty outgoing and, and that sort of thing. And it kind of, uh, put me into a shell and just, um, you know, for whatever reason. And so I became super interested just in, in the human brain. And, and you know, uh, I always, you know, knew that I could kind of uh, get back to, to where I wanted to be. Um, but that definitely took a little bit. But that, um, you know, studying that in school really, honestly, has, has played a huge role. Um, even in my success, you know, here, uh, if, I, if I've had any, um, you know, I actually connect quite a bit to it um, in terms of just like, you know, helping people think about the things the right way um, from certain things that I've, I've learned um, in school with that. I think Tom, you'd probably agree with me on this. Tommy's one of the most open-minded people I've ever met. Oh, yeah. Anytime we roll something out or we're facing challenges, Tommy's the first one to reach out to people, man. And now you've become the people, the person that people will reach out to. Yeah. You know, so, man, that, that, that's a big testament to what you've done and, and can definitely tell you got a sharp mind, man. So, Thank you. yeah. Tommy, I think that story is cool. So, you know, dealing with the concussions and then, you know, having that kind of pave the way for, you know, a study or something you wanted to pursue. And, uh, you know, it didn't go that route. It, it went the junk route. And, like, just the way you bring it every single day and, like, you know, I don't know if obsess is the word, but, like, right, like just hearing your story about, hey, I had some head injuries and I wanted to get into neuroscience. Now, knowing what you've accomplished in the junk game uh, with your teams, like, w when I think of Tommy, I think of, man, this dude's dialed in and obsessed. And, like, you know, 
calling your teammates late at night, just checking in with them, stuff like that. Like, that's what type of leader Tommy is. Like, it goes 24 hours for you, seven days a week. Um, you know, just the level of commitment you had. When did it become, like, something for you, not just another job? Um, man, yeah, I think the timing was just perfect. Like, I, I tell everybody that. But, um, you know, when I joined, I think we had – what was it, five, either five or eight different junk uh, businesses. I think we were just starting kind of with the, the move. Um, you know, I remember getting a, a meeting with Tyler like three months in or something like that, you know, and I was just a young, like, ignorant kid, and I told him, he probably doesn't even remember, but I told him, uh, you know, i just do whatever the heck I had to do to, to be able to own one of these one day and just help him. It wasn't even really about ownership at that point, but just I – um, I loved the, the energy that you guys all brought and I felt like it was a place I could grow. Um, you know, we were in Nick and I, uh, one day we were in Zeeland, Michigan and, and, uh, you know, we were sitting out, uh, looking at a, a cornfield that's, or, uh, you know, just a, a flat field. That's what most of that, uh, that town is made up of. And, uh, Josh had scheduled a call with us and it was just like, you know, he might not even remember, but I think it was two minutes, you know, and he just kind of said, what's up. Um, I'd never met him before. And, um, you know, he just said we were doing a great job and that, um, he's excited to see what we can, we can do. Um, there wasn't even really any structure to that, but I still think about it, you know, to this day. So when, um, you know, it was really easy, honestly, to take it seriously. I mean, uh, working with, with one of my best friends in the world and, and, uh, having so much fun, um, and then the development that you know just came about, and the relationships that were were there immediately that started to grow. Um, you know, it, it just had such an impact on me, and um, I could just easily see you know that it was something I'd want to do for for a long time. Very cool. Yeah. What do you think of it? Uh, you know, you said I don't know if he remembers it. I guarantee that had an impact on your career and where you're at today. Is sure. because you know you you go out and you get stuff. Yeah, something's out there like Tommy makes it to the top of the list sure. a lot of times after Go learning it. okay how to get it done so tremendous job yeah you know so we talk about where you're at how you kind of got here you know as you reflect on your life as a whole all right what, what were like some of those setbacks what were some of those failures that adversity that you had to deal with and persevere through and how do you think that that's contributed you know to your success uh, th thus far yeah, uh, that's a great question. Uh, definitely a lot. I, I was a pretty hard-headed kid. Um, you know, the concussions being one, we already kind of mentioned mentioned that, just the head injuries, dealing with, um, you know, that sort of thing. Um, you know, that definitely brought on some, some mental health stuff, some, some depression, you know, and um, dealing with that. That was, that was pretty, I hate to even call that just like a setback. That was kind of like years and years of, of working through that, um, sometimes better than, than others, but, um, you know, that was something I feel like has really shaped me just because the way, the things I learned, um, you know, on my way out of that, uh, you know, are still principles that I, that I use today. Um, and that are, it's a, it's something that I feel like I can really help, you know, others with when, when they're feeling down, you know, this game is not always, always the easiest to yeah. play. And so, um, you know, just being able to be empathetic when somebody's maybe not feeling it someday or, or they're not, you know, they don't have the confidence or whatever it may be, um, you know, working my way through that definitely, um, you know, helps. And then, you know, other than that, there, there was a lot that, that stemmed from that for sure. Um, you know, I 
actually failed out of, of college. So um, I was I went from being on the, the dean's list, um, you know, at Grand Valley State University to to failing out. Uh, I remember calling my mom one day and just being like, hey, like, I can't, you know, do this anymore. Um, she was, again, probably too supportive of me. Like she she was, uh, you know, gonna gonna support me either way. Yeah. Um, but I could definitely, you know, tell that they thought that was a a pretty bad decision, um, and, and it was, you know, not saying I needed to stay in school or whatever, but just the way I went about yeah. it, you know, just completely, uh, you know, uh, getting out of class and um, not getting any of those credits, but that definitely sent me into, you know, another spot where I just was like directionless, and, and I think that, um, you know, was just using the uh, the mask of, of fun to maybe, you know, maybe it wasn't just me out there having fun, you know, I yeah. would say it was, but um, I was probably avoiding a lot of of feelings that you know I didn't want to um, address, um, you know, just with you know going out and, and having a good time, yeah. um, and you know even in the start of of working with with Matt there, you know he he yeah I, I'm really grateful to him because like I I was you know probably had some situations where um, you know I I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for for him giving me a shot, um, and so. Yeah, all of that just, I think the biggest piece is it's just given me a lot of empathy for mm. people, yeah. you know, going through the same piece, but also recognizing too, like, you know, that the accountability to it is is 100% necessary, you know, like, and, and that's, um, you know, the highest form of love that, that we could give somebody is holding them accountable to what they're trying to do. And that's where, um, if I didn't, you know, get that and adopt that from, you know, joining Southwind, um, you know, I'd probably be not not doing the things i'm doing for sure it's wild how those times that we go through uh in life really help you know shape us into who we are and, yeah and you know the the biggest thing is, as a leader we always talk about leading from the front mm -hmm. you know being being willing to do what you're asking your people to do yep. um and for you having gone through that you know i'm sure that's kind of helped you now in your role be able to understand when others are going through you know those those mindsets or uh, as you talked about depression and, and things like that, man, I've had a, a lot of friends that have dealt with it, man. It's a real thing. Yeah. Um, but you know, the fact that you persevered through it made something great out, out of your circumstances. And, um, you know, essentially you're proving the world wrong right now, man. And, yeah. and, uh, so definitely proud of you for that. Yeah. Appreciate and, it. You know, I appreciate you talking about some of those positive influences and moments in your career. You know, if you were to think about that, like what are the maybe one or two things along the way? Uh, you know, throughout your climb that, that have been kind of those moments that kind of changed it for you, right? Those pivotal moments where, you know, you've been in, in three, now four different locations for the most part, right? So you've been around, you've dealt with a lot of teammates, you brought a lot of people with you, which I yeah. think one of you, it was one of your best traits. So what's been those pivotal moments? Yeah. Um, man, Atlanta, Atlanta definitely tested me, uh, quite, quite a bit, um, you know, and just to think of one moment, I'm not not necessarily sure, but just, um, you know, a lot of credit to, to Nick Bennett and, and LeDrew, um, LeDrew Morell in, in those moments where, um, you know, my head probably just wasn't in it, you know, exactly. Like I, w I was still, you know, going and, and doing the things, but like it, it lost sort of the some of the spice maybe for, for a second. Um, and, but just realizing also in that, like how, grateful I should be for the opportunity to be there and how much, you know, just, yeah, I, I kind of shifted it to just being a student, you know, and like the, it was a certain situation that I was in 
um, you know, where uh, not everybody really wanted me wanted me there. Um, and, you know, LeDrew definitely helped me, you know, just take it for what it was and like learn, you know, learn what I needed to from that. And, um, you know, if I didn't adopt that sort of mindset to it, I would have been just probably a miserable person, not, not fun to be around and, um, you know, wouldn't have maybe been able to do the things that um, I've been able to do just because I wouldn't have got those, you know, nuggets from it that, that helped me today. So that's definitely one. Um, you know, man, I think we all have a, a story like this, too. I remember being in Boston South. Like, um, I'm always confident going into these changes. I think that's just, you know, speaks to, to you guys and everybody around me. Like, you know, Josh called me. I was in Connecticut. I wasn't allowed to be in Boston South yet. And um, I was in Connecticut just, you know, helping out where I could. Um, it was an hour away. Nick was there um, for a week. And, and Josh gave me that call that I was going to be the GM. And, um, you know, he's so casual about just, you know, absolutely everything. <laughs> so, um it didn't, I knew I, like, I always know I have help, right? Like, that's a big piece to the, you know, the confidence that I have is, um, you know, I know I'm going to ask the questions and I know I'm going to reach out if I need something. And I know that there's, if someone doesn't have an answer, you know, they're going to help me find it or we're going to, you know, just try something out and see if it works. So, um, you know, within that, though, didn't necessarily know what the, the heck I was doing. And, um, man, that shop was, was small. And, and there was a night where, um, man, I'm probably on, you know, it's, it's 16 hour days, that type of stuff, you know, nothing we all haven't done. And, um, we, we just had that shop packed full of just you know, everything, you know, it just, it, and, um, we had just broken one of the doors, uh, before we had left something in front of it. And, um, you know, that was a big bill and, and I'm sitting there, you know, and, and, and that hurt. And then I think it was like 1130 at night, you know, I'm there by myself, I'm closing, closing it up. Um, and we had just this ginormous pile of, of, of junk in, in the shop there and uh, the door wouldn't close. And oh. like, I'm just sitting there like they get it. Like I, I, I cried, like I sat there, I just leaned against it and cried for probably like 20 minutes. Like, um, you know, wondering, you know, if this was, this was going to be it, um, you know, and, and it only took about that 20 minutes for me to realize, you know, I was, uh, needed to nut up a little bit for lack of a better word and, and, and get over myself and um, that this was definitely worth it. But like that was a moment that, that tested me for sure. You know, I mean, Aaron, I used to call you, man. I, I used to, I don't know if you know this, I used to sleep at the shop in Salt Lake City. Yeah. Uh, we had, we had metal thieves that would come and, and uh, you know, we work hard to, to recycle that yeah. stuff, man. The last yeah. thing we want. And, you know, so um, I think everyone goes through those moments, man. Uh, but, you know, as Tyler said on one of our previous episodes, success is on the other side of pain, mm -hmm. right? And if, if you're just willing to endure the pain, fight through it, get through it, um, man, the other side's pretty pretty, man. So, uh, you know, what role has perseverance and resilience played in your life? And how do you remain positive through the tough times? Yeah, uh, another great question. Uh, perseverance, definitely, you know, I think it's everything, right? Like, just like you said, like, there's always, if you're trying to do something, I just feel like there's always going to be those struggles, you know? So, like, I just have a completely different relationship. I think maybe I was a little bit more desperate. Like, there was times of desperation and, um, you know, in the past where I felt like, man, like, I needed, needed, needed to uh, just be doing something different than I was and, and, and I wanted to feel a different way and that sort of thing. And, and now it's, 
I almost welcome it, you know, yeah. like I'm, I'm not necessarily running away from it, but I'm just looking like I've, I've gotten so far just by saying yes to things, you know, and like knowing that it was going to, you know, yeah. be hard at times and that sort of deal. Um, and that's a really, you know, I love being in that headspace cause it's just like, there's no real, you know, fear there or anything. And again, it's all credit to the support system that we have in the network. Um, because you know, it just gives me that confidence to know like, yeah, we are going to go, go through some, some shit, you know, and, uh, you know, but that's, that's sort of the point, you know, and like, we're going to learn something from it. We're going to adapt. And, um, so it's played a, played a huge role for sure. I love it. Uh, yeah. So Tommy, what mentors or influencers have kind of been a huge point for you in your life that have gotten you along the climb? Yeah. Um, we all know one, I'll, I'll get to him in a, in a second, but just starting off from sort of beginning to, to current state, um, you know, my grandfather uh, played a, you know, really just my, my whole family played such a, a huge role. My grandfather just being that, that father figure for me, um, you know, when my um, dad wasn't necessarily around for that first part. Um, really, I was actually just talking to Coach Morrill about this. Like, it, I didn't feel like there was a void. I feel like I don't have that typical um, – you know, yearning for, you know, understanding that whole situation, just because again, like I lived right behind my grandparents and, and my grandpa and my grandma. Um, they just, you know, did a great job of, of recognizing um, or just, you know, knowing how to, to, to love up on me and, 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 you know, also instill that discipline in me. My mom um, just put me in such great situations and, and she was always there um just believing in me you know she never really would would let me like doubt myself you know from just even a little you know a, a small small kid um man i got i got a ton um you know darren waller uh he he was my peewee football coach um Pee you know his, his boys were my uh were my age and uh, just a just a great man I should probably reach out to him, uh, you know, sooner than later. He's he's yeah. back home. Um, but shout out to you. Um, you know, my stepfather, uh, Philip Charles, Personaire the second. Sounds like royalty for sure. I love I love that name. Um, again, he uh, just a fantastic man. Just really, you know, doesn't uh, we don't talk honestly like a ton. We never have in our relationship. But just really, you know, showed me. Um, you know, what, what actions to take as, as a man. And, and I just appreciate that so much. And, and I should probably let him know that more than, um, uh, more than I do. Um, you know, you guys too, like you, you guys probably don't even realize like how much you've, you've helped me through, uh, through some stuff, Bryce, I can remember, you know, you, uh, you know, just being on those calls, I hadn't met you yet. Um, you know, when, uh, you were in Salt Lake City, and I didn't really know what the heck was going on, but you, you'd still give me the time of day and, and let me call you or, or just call on me during those meetings. And, um, you know, Aaron, we talked about that dinner quite a bit, and, like, you just being in class. Um, you know, LeDrew Morrell, uh, we all knew I was going to say that one, but uh, that dude is, you know, <clears throat> he takes freaking, you know, 30 minutes out of every single week, um, if not more, depending on how rambunctious I'm feeling to – um, you know, just, uh, just, uh, I mean, he'll, he'll let me, you know, run, you know, if I, if I, if I need to, um, and he's just got so much patience with me and, and is just, you know, I, I'm not going to sit here and, and act like he, you know, has all the answers and he knows he doesn't, but like, he just does such a great job of just helping me, um, you know, live in reality, um, you know, and, and that, 
I really enjoy that. You know, like yeah. it, the only way we can change reality is if we're we're living in it and seeing it for what it is. So, um, you know, I can go to him with with whatever, um, and you know it, that that relationship has you know evolved so much over the course of time. Um, you know, he's just going to be somebody that that I'm forever super appreciative of. I couldn't uh, couldn't be here without him. So, um, yeah, and then. Coach Morrill, I can't uh, can't leave him out as well. Um, that dude is just you know, the real uh, deal. He's, he's yeah, salt salt of the earth. He's so subtle about it that that nobody yeah. I think really knows. But um, that's that's one powerful individual. Um, you know, really uh, just a just a fantastic leader. It just gives me a great example of of what to try to be every single day. So yeah, yeah. yeah I think you know we talked about going through adversity and perseverance and resilience and all those things and. You know, something that comes to mind for me is like, sometimes you push people away, like when you go through tough times, right? You wanna you wanna battle through it alone, and and like in life, man, it's it's hard to it's hard to get through things alone. Yeah. Um, and you know, you think about your support system, your stepdad, right? Your mom always believing that you can do anything, anything's possible. Mama was the first one to to say that to you, mm -hmm. right? Son, anything's possible. And then you know, you think about now you have Coach Morrill, the winning is coach ever in juco football history but he you wouldn't know because he wouldn't tell you you know but you have that influence and you got ladrew and i know you and sobek and pop and um you know just all the people in your life uh, with that support and i think that's it's important to know is like it takes great people around you to evolve and to change into who do who you want to become man because mm -hmm. people that really care about you're going to tell you the damn truth yeah. um and you know that's what i admire about you you're not afraid to ask for help. Most people would look at, look at that as like, I'm weak. I gotta, I gotta reach out. I gotta ask for help. I'm gonna be perceived as weak, but in reality, it's actually the opposite, yep. right? So, um, you know, we have a saying at Southwind, we did this a couple episodes ago. At Southwind, we believe anything is possible. Yes, sir. All right? When did you believe anything was possible? When I really, really believed, I think, you know, I don't know if there's a, an exact moment, but, you know, I would say when things started clicking in, in Boston South and it came from a spot of, of just, you know, again, it, it was not always that awesome. Like, it's not like it was terrible, but like there was just some moments in there and I was off, off by myself, like, um, you know, watching Brendan, you know, go and, and um, that sort of thing, you know, helps as well. Um, but yeah, I think there was just when I started getting more evidence, you know, which I hate to say it, like you kind of got to believe before you see that evidence sometimes. But like now you guys are just giving me such an opportunity to, to be able to see the fruits of, of the labor. And, and, you know, it's hard not to, you know, yeah. like, again, like I started yeah, where sure. I was, I, I always say that, like, it's so easy for me to believe, you know, believe it now because, um, you know, again, we had five, five junk businesses at yeah. this point, like what, you know, we have, it's, there's so much going on right now in, in Southwind. And so, um, you know, I have all the objective evidence, you know, as far as the business goes, but then also, um, again, like I got to credit, you know, all you guys and especially the Drew with just, you know, it's very, you know, A plus, I, I say it all the time to, to my teams, but like A plus B equals C, you know, like yeah. it, it, he gives such, um, you know, it's, it's not that black and white, but, um, you know, recognizing that like, if you, if you really want something like there's, you know, 
there's always a way to make progress towards it, you know, and there's always, as long as you just keep, you know, you know, hammering away at it, um, you know, figuring it out, trying something, if it doesn't work, like looking at it objectively and, 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 you know, being honest about that and then trying something else, um, you know, that those, you know, skills that, that he's gave me. And then again, just the objective evidence that, that we've been able to see with all the, I've been blessed with some great teams, yeah. um, you know, some, some fantastic, you know, guys that, um, you know, for whatever reason, they, they trust me and, and um, they allow me to, to help lead them and, and, and work beside them. So like, you know, it's them as well, um, you know, that, you know, just seeing all the cool, you know, yeah. cool stuff they've been able yeah. to do, so. Yeah, man, you talked about, uh you know, those days in the early beginnings of taking over a business. And like, man, I used to call Aaron all the dang time uh, and just be like, man, it's been three months, bro. And like, I'm used to winning. We ain't winning yet, you know? And it, but it's that moment that where it just clicks and yep. it's like, dang, like people start, they start buying in and they start believing just as much as you do. And man, the transformation and what happens from that yep. uh, is incredible, man. But what makes you special is you never take the credit, right? Like you've, you've had a lot of success, um, but you always credit that to your team, man. And that's what I, that's what I admire about you, man. You're a good dude, great leader, easy, easy to follow. Um, so proud of you, man. Yeah, I agree. And uh, this next question is going to be tough because you do all of that so well, mm -hmm. Tommy. So, uh, you know, you're looking sharp tonight. Look like you can head to the casino right now, right? <laughs> So, so tell us why people bet on time. Mm. Yeah, I, probably easier than, than, than you'd think for me to answer that. And I think it's just like, I, I believe in people, you know, like I, I was so, I had such a, a low opinion of myself for, for so long. And, um, you know, I didn't, I was conscious enough to know that like, I didn't, you know, want want that you know and it wasn't necessarily right you know but I, I would just fight against that for so long and so like uh, when I talk about the empathy and, and that sort of deal um, you know I just know how screwed up you know someone's head can get you know and how far away from reality it can be um, as far as their opinion of themselves or their their view on what's actually you know in front of them and going on in the world and so like when I um, you know, look at look at the teams, and or I see somebody, and, and I just know that you know, you know, you got to believe in them more than they do. You know, at times, you know, and so when I can see that light switch, uh, or and and flick on to, to where they start to, you know, really, understand that they're capable of something, um, like man, that that gives me all the the motivation in the world. You know, and I think that I just don't allow it. Like I, I won't allow them to ever you know, try to get me to not believe in them, you know, because they'll fight against me. Like, I'll start saying some things, and, and I think guys maybe, um, you know, I'm intense sometimes. You know, I'll look them in the eye, and I'll, I'll let them know. Um, all these guys in, in North Central, I, th I think they've uh, probably never had somebody tell them they love them as, as soon as I have, you know, and look them in the eyes. And, like, um, you know, I hope they can, can know that I, I mean it, though, um, you know, because I do. And, and, you know, I think that's – you know, if someone someone were to follow me, I think it's just because I can tell that I believe in them, and, and hopefully that that rubs off on on them as well. Yeah, I'm the I'm the king of I love you, man. I tell Aaron I love him. I tell yeah. Nate I love him. I, you know, anybody I that knows me, anytime I get off the phone with them, I'm saying I love you. Yeah. And some people they ain't used to that. Yeah. You know, but it's almost like you believe in man. Like great leaders believe in their people more than almost they believe in themselves. 
until they hit that pivotal point to where they start seeing the evidence of their growth. They start seeing the evidence of them kind of rising. Yeah. And then now, guess what? They believe in themselves, man. And that's when, like, great things freaking happen. So, yeah. you know, knowing what you know now, man, you've, you've been through a lot, ups, downs, all arounds. Um, what advice would you give to our listeners, you know, that are maybe going through something you went through or, or maybe dealing with a different adversity? Like, what um, advice do you have for them uh, as they're currently on their climb? Yeah. Uh, junk specific or just in, in life in, just in general? In, man, life, Tyler talked about work-life balance kind of yep. being together, yep. like at a certain point. So just in life, man, like what, what advice would you give uh, to someone that's on their climb? Yeah. Uh, you got to do something, you know, you, you got to do something and, and whatever that is, you know, I don't think it, it really matters as much, honestly, like, but you got to figure out what it is that, you know, you want to do and that might be just for for a day that might be for a year however for uh you know however far out you can see um <clears throat> but you got to have some sort of discipline and and principle you know that you're you're living by right like it's just so easy you start getting kind of it gets a little yucky when you you know don't have any principles and and uh there's just no you know background or um you know, substance behind, you know, who, who you are. And, and so, um, developing that, you know, I think would be the, the first piece. And that's something that LaDrews, you know, helped me out a, a ton with. And, and so maybe the first step is just finding that, that believable party, find somebody that you, um, you know, you don't have to agree with them on, on everything. Right. But just find somebody that you, you know, enjoy, enjoy their presence. you observe them, you know, like you're, you're curious about why they do, you know, what they do and they live a life. That's, that's mm -hmm. one that you might, you might enjoy, um, you know, and, and ask some, ask some questions. You got it. You got to ask some questions for sure. Um, you know, you, you don't want the answer if, if you're not asking questions, if you're not trying to figure it out. So, um, I think that'd be the first thing. So you can say, find a believable party, right? Someone that can help you. I, you know, there's a saying, if you want a Ferrari, okay, find someone else that has a Ferrari and mm -hmm. figure out what they did to get it. Yeah. Right. You know, but also it's finding that thing, that brings out that passion, that fire, you know, like we talk about our whys, but that one thing that like gets you out of bed, yeah. inspired and ready to freaking go. Yeah. Um, you know, so my thing is like, if you're going to be at McDonald's, man, you better be the best McDonald's yeah. burger flipper ever. Like take advantage of opportunities. Cause you got me messed up. If you thought I thought 1-800 got junk would be my lifelong career, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and it's crazy how little opportunities turn into great unravelings. I think of Tom Brady, right, stepping in for Drew Bledsoe uh, for the Patriots. Drew Bledsoe was on a freaking long-term contract. That was never supposed to happen, but he gets hurt. Tom comes in, never comes out, man. Yes, sir. You know, so life's about opportunity. So appreciate that. Of course. Another Tom from Michigan. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, you like that? Right. You like that? Right. Um, and last question, we got Tom. So it's been wild. Thank you for sharing your story, man. It's yeah, a cool one. Thank, you, thank you for your thoughts. Your thoughts are always so detailed and just very good with what you say. Um, so, you know, I'm looking at you right here, looking sharp, spending a few days in Vancouver, getting to learn some tremendous stuff from some tremendous people. Uh, you know, it's, it's nice, right? Like this is a good time. Yeah. And then you told the story of, you know, and that, that late night, 1130, trying to close a damn garage mm -hmm. and there's scrap metal there and it just breaks you down because, yeah. You're giving it your all, and you're not maybe seeing, yeah. uh, you know, the, the results at that point. And I think we've all been there. And, you know, 
Why is it worth it? You know, just being able to, you know, lay your head down at night and, and, and know that you at least gave it, you know, you, you got all the information that you could possibly have and, and you, you know, did everything that you could, you know, with that information to, you know, have the impact that you're trying to have. Um, you know, that's all you can really ask for, you know, of yourself, you know, like, it, and, and, you know, when you get to see, you know, just again, people start to believe, you know, see, see Nick Cheney out there running, running Boston South and, and, and Foxborough right now, having Brendan out there and, um, you know, Richmond and, and, you know, just all these other people that I get to interact with that, like, hopefully I get to have an, an impact on, um, you know, that's definitely what, what makes it worth it. You know, life is, life is people. And, and so, you know, it gets to a point for me where it's just like, you know, I, I someone, someone asked me last night, just, you know, what do you do? And, and, you know, that was such a funny, funny question. They're asking me just like what I do outside of work and, and that sort of thing. And it's not like I don't do things outside of work, but just, um, you know, living a life that's just for everybody, you know, around you doesn't mean that you're just not doing anything for yourself. You know, that's important too. But um, at the end of the day, like, you know, the impact that you can have on, on others and is, uh, that's why it's worth it mm. you know, for sure. Mm. Man, way to finish this off. So, yes, sir. man, there you have it, man. Thank you so much, Tommy, man. Again, incredible story. Um, incredible success, man. I'm looking forward to see what you do in the future, man. So yes, sir. thanks for tuning in. This is The Climb. I can let them blur the vision. Started from the bottom, but I promise I'm a breakthrough. I ain't been on business. This is how I'm living every day. I'm trying to make moves. Focus on the mission. Ain't no competition anywhere that they gon' break you. They gon' need a village. They gon' need a village because they messing with the realest. Woo!